2023 has been a busy year for everyone. In this episode, we're joined by our fellow dev advocates to share some of our highlights. Welcome to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow developer podcast. Hello, ServiceNow admins, builders, developers, and of course, all of the curious individuals out there that I always say with the utmost love and respect. Welcome to or welcome back to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow developer podcast, where we bring you the latest tools, tips, and tradecraft to accelerate your career. My name is Chuck Tomasi, Senior Developer Advocate at ServiceNow, and I am joined by the one and only, the Posh Programmer Senior Developer Advocate, Lauren McManaman. How are you today, Lauren? I am doing fantastic. We're recording this post Thanksgiving, so we got all the good holiday vibes here in America and are feeling pretty great. <laughs> I'm still feeling the holiday vibes. Absolutely. Yeah. We are also joined by our India correspondent. That makes it sound more like a news show. <laughs> <laughs> Pranav Bhagat. How are you, Pranav? Hey, Owen and Lauren. I'm doing good. How are you all? Good. I always love it when all four of us can get on here. It's usually for the releases. Well, we, I did a, a kind of a personal recap last year and it went over pretty well. And we said, why don't all four of us do this and share all the, the love we've got? But it wouldn't be four of us if we didn't have senior developer advocate for service now, Earl Duque. Oh, Hi, Earl. Who, me? Oh, hey, it's me. Hi. Hello. We are recording this bright and early for Earl. <laughs> His caffeine is not yet set in, I think. <laughs> it got rescheduled to a Monday morning, which I have to coordinate with my family. So I'm running around trying to get the girls out the door at the same time. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Dedication to the family. I love it. And apologies for the rescheduling. We had some last minute, hey, uh, I've got a conflict, which, you know, happens in corporate life. Very common period of the year. <laughs> All right, we had this idea of similar to how we do like the top five things that we love about Vancouver or Utah or previous releases. We want we thought we'd get together and share what we loved about 2023. What made an impact? What was special? What stood out? And uh, we're going to do this from number five being something we really like to number one to something we really, 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 really like. So. We're going we're gonna to take this up with every round. So I'm going to start with Pranav's number five. What do you think is your, your really like? Yeah, it's actually, it's very hard to tell which to rank these things because I love everything. But I'll say like the tech now, Utah and content, that's something that I really like because I just started in service now and you folks asked me, can you join us for tech now? <laughs> so, so that made me excited as well as nervous. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> because I've never been to uh, on camera, like on this channel before. Yeah. As an MVP, I have been, but not as a host. So that was like, that made me excited. And there is a small story I like to share. So just before the Techno webinar was getting started, my internet dropped. And I was like, that's my last day for my job. Because <laughs> no. I, but uh, that worked fine. So I was really nervous. And uh, people who have heard like the Techno Utah one, they might have figured out. So that was my excitement at number five. Now you're in the groove and the train is going down the track and it's going to be smooth sailing, right? <laughs> yep. yep, yep. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. And that was my number five. I'd like to thank Earl because at that time I started doing India content around like create, like create a toolbox and life coding happy hour. So Earl stayed up like till at what time, what time it was Earl, like 2 a.m. for you. He stayed up super late to help me out run those shows. So thanks, Earl, for that. We, we yep. make you stay up all the time, Prana. Like we could do the same <laughs> to you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, great segue. Let's go to Earl's number five. All right, my number five, I'm going to kick it off with a hackathon stuff. So I, I actually have a theme. If you've watched or listened to any of our past uh, all four developer advocates, breakpoint episodes, we do these count-up lists and we sometimes have themes on our sides of our countdowns. So I have a theme on mine. And uh, so I'm going to talk about an event and then also uh, a particular person from that event to really tie it to community. Uh, but at Knowledge Conference this year, we had our first return to in-person hackathon. And it was 
a huge endeavor. A lot of work went into it. But the main thing that was really connecting for me back to what what we're trying to do with all these programs and events is the people that come out of it. And uh, the hackathon was a huge success. It was really fun. But it was the first time I really got to interact with Ailey Anderson, who uh, was one of the winners for the hackathon, did a lot of uh, fun stuff there. But then from there, uh, since then, she has appeared on uh, UNI uh, Builder Live. She is cool. a prominent uh, attendee for one of our other events that I'll talk about later in my countdown list. And it's just it's fun seeing that seeing the start of my interaction with somebody, and then it just keeps building and building and building uh, throughout the years. So, shout out to all the people that won hackathon and participated, but particular shout out to Ailey who has been contributing to the community more and more and more. It's amazing how people just sort of pop up and then continue to grow. So it, it's like instant stardom in some cases. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, especially with uh, some people that have been around, like Ailey has been around the, um, the community in some form, but yeah. my interaction with her started with the hackathon. And then suddenly it was like, oh, now I'm running into you everywhere, which is really cool to see. All right, Lauren's first pick off the list. Well, technically, it's my fifth pick off the list, but my first one to talk about. Um, I think I will have to say the builder track. So previously, I had been involved with knowledge as a conference from a variety of different uh, hats, right? I'd been there as a customer. I had been there as someone in sales, but I'd never participated in it from a marketing perspective. And so when Knowledge 23 came around, that was my first big uh, jump into that pool. And one thing that we coordinated last year was called the Builder Track. We've done it every year, which are a series of labs. So weirdly enough, up until this point, I had never built a knowledge lab. I'd helped with others, but I'd never built one. And so I really wanted to gain an understanding of how that process went from behind the scenes and also help others achieve that success too. So there was a series of five labs. We created like the big theme around them. We were coordinating with a variety of other really, really talented people to build them. Uh, shout out to the entire Builder Track team. There's like, I think six or seven people um, that did a phenomenal job. And to see how that all goes at the conference itself. It's easy as a customer to kind of take for granted, and also in sales, if you're just guruing, how many moving parts there are. And getting to work on that prog process gave me such amazing perspective into what it takes to really run those events. I'm uh, really, really overwhelmed by how hard everyone works during that period of time. I, I hear a similar theme to what Pranav said. A lot of learning and growth this year. Yeah, That's good. it was really, That's really good. awesome to see all that happen. So it makes me even more excited for Knowledge24. <laughs> and now, finally, for the final number five on the list, what about yours, Chuck? My number five is, I'm unlike Earl, who has a theme, I was kind of all over the place. <laughs> In fact, I, I couldn't even narrow it down, so I have like bonus tracks at the end <laughs> in case we have time. Uh, but the one that landed on my number five... I started with the product and I said, it's been really, really interesting to see how quickly we were able to get generative AI into the platform with now assist. If you think about it a year ago, hardly anybody even knew what chat GPT or open AI was, even in the tech space, it sort of popped up like a mushroom in late 22, early 23, and then boom, everybody's got to have it. And how quickly our product team was able to incorporate that into a very usable product in a number of places, whether it's flow designer or uh, case summarization or text to code, and there's more coming. It's it's just going to keep growing and growing. I can't wait to see this. It was it was kind of interesting to also watch the uh, the whole ecosystem. You know, some of our competition and their offerings is too. So I was keeping an eye on those, seeing what they were doing for their keynotes in the spring and what we did for our keynote in the spring, and just how it got to Vancouver and went there. It is. Who would think that, that you could do something like that so massive, so fast? I'm, I'm duly impressed. So that rounds out the fives. Let's go to the fours. Uh, where do we start? Pranav, Pranav, what's your number four? <laughs> yeah, for my number four, I think like there are two things that I love about my job is like engaging with or like developer audience across globe, like wherever they are and also learning because there are a lot of learning components for advocate job, like probably in, maybe in some other episode, I can share those things. 
but um, so build with rpa campaign that was run by by our team so that gave me both the things like to interact with the audience as well as to learn something new so the india developer meetup tour that i did during that time to go to different locations i think it was pune bangalore in india and do the build with rpa thing so i was super happy to see a lot of people getting engaged doing learning something new so that was really amazing and i like to give shout out to lev and as well as tanvi from our team they worked really hard in the back end and that's that was really, like they created all the things all the artifacts base and everything for these meetups to be successful and not only these meetups but the whole campaign itself so shout out to both of them and yeah that was my number 4 what about earl what about you earl my number 4 is all about our mvp community program and i say it specifically cuz it is now that time of year that time where we are finally sunsetting the developer mvp program and the community mvp program uh to relaunch the mvp community uh brand new 2.0 mvp program where we're combining everything and addressing a lot of the things that made the the programs different but now unifying under one umbrella but uh all that stuff is really exciting applications are out now and that's a nice plug uh but the thing i remember about the mvp program tying it back to knowledge is that i mean all of you remember how overscheduled our team gets during knowledge and how busy we are mm-hmm. barely having time to eat running around but in the midst of that wild time that during knowledge i actually got to stop and have a dinner with two of our mvps uh chris helming and astrid sapphire just us three and really just to be able to talk and catch up and meet in person for the first time but also feel like we were friends for a while before that And so it was really nice just connecting with two of our MVPs but also two of our community members but finally two of my friends uh in the midst of all of the wildness of knowledge and so I it's again all of it's trying to I'm trying to remember how it connects back to our community and what we're trying to do for them uh and meeting with them and having a meal with them was really nice for me in the midst of all that so thank you to both of you if you're listening to this and to Lauren Well it's hard cuz a couple of them might have already been stolen so I might be picking something a little bit higher on the list. Um but one thing that I always found fascinating as a customer was that ServiceNow always makes this big effort to name our releases after really awesome cities. We have done this almost now 26 times. But I was always fascinated that we never did something really to honor the cities that were the namesake of these releases. So, my number 4 pick will be that we got to participate in doing that for the first time publicly. So, internally we've done some launch keynotes to discuss all the amazing features and the people that are behind creating these features. And finally, we got to do a big public in-person event in Vancouver. So that was a, a true honor that I not only got to participate in that but also get to meet so many awesome people from the community in Vancouver to help kind of celebrate that release. It was really great again to kind of echo off of Chuck's point to see how Gen AI is how it's rapidly transformed uh, what we're prioritizing in releases and things like that and also to kind of a craft a mini creator con s style of conversation around that product. So, um in person there was 132 customers and people there that represented 66 different companies and there was thousands of people that also got to watch it online. So, to everyone that participated in that, I am truly grateful. I hope you had a blast and I hope the reviews were great enough that we get to do it again. <laughs> Wow, you did your fact checking on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to make sure. I mean, it's, it it meant a lot to me to participate in it. So, thank you all to all that came. That was a lot of fun. And now to Mr. Tomasi for his number 4. You bet. And a huge shout out to Monette and Glenn for for hosting us before oh my that goodness. event. It was I I think we walked about 17 miles around <laughs> Vancouver. <laughs> They gave us their own private tour. It was amazing. I'd never I hadn't even been to Canada before. So getting to see it from the perspective of them and like how, like being a local perspective, it was it was so much fun. <laughs> we we went and went and went for like what 5 7 hours up like that. One that was like <laughs> so- <laughs> Oh, I still didn't get you to go here and oh, we should have gone there before dark. It was it was crazy. So <laughs> it just means we're going to have to go back at some point. Maybe we'll have another Vancouver release. 
We can only hope, man. <laughs> There's meetups. Uh, my number four is uh, really watching and, and listening. Others bring their content to life. I'm going to go to the, the community well on this one. There's just been a wealth of information. I try to keep on top of who's got a new podcast and who's making videos and my, my subscription list in YouTube is probably 90% ServiceNow related content at this point. It, it really is fun watching these things develop and listening to the podcasts and uh, you know, just a, a few shout outs. CJ and the Duke, I was on their episode recently. A lot of fun there. They even made a custom intro theme for me. I was like, wow, that was, that was, I was blown away by that. Uh, being on Kali Alexander's 100 Days of ServiceNow a couple of times, that was fun. Uh, Kalisha Moore's got a new Discord channel, ServiceNow Portfolio Development. Uh, it's not about what you would think for SPM and you know, project and portfolio management. It is about developing your portfolio. So shout out to that. Uh, they've got a book club. They were doing a book study of low-code apps for dummies and said, hey, you want to come on and just have a discussion? So that was a big honor. Uh, beyond the title with Farrell Wells, we met at Now Forum in London, and she said, "Would you come on our podcast?" Absolutely. Just not, and it's not just being a guest on these that's special. It's listening to the content and the discussion, whether it's the Service Ducks or the Radio Bros, or you know, there's so many of them out there. I encourage you to expand your horizon. Obviously, thank you very much for listening to Breakpoint. There's a lot more ServiceNow ecosystem out there, and a lot of different voices and perspectives to to listen to that's what i like too so i've been having a lot of fun getting into that community about all the different types of content it's not even just different people talking about different topics but they all offer like a very unique vibe to it as well so if yeah. you're looking for something more serious or lighthearted, there really seems to be a a good serving of content for whatever you prefer. So definitely check out the variety of stuff that exists on YouTube and podcasts and in blogs too. There's a lot of great blogs being written as well. We need like a master list of all of these somewhere. Well, we do mm. do a good point to advocate for the uh, MVP content that comes out monthly. So soft plug to check that out as yep. well. <laughs> I will put as many links in the show notes to these things as I can think of to start that master list if somebody wants to take up that mantle. Okay, back to Prana for his number three. Yep. And just to piggyback on what you and Lauren said about the content, like I recently started listening to some of the new podcasts that came up, a lot of learning. Initially, I thought like this is like when you have some experience in service, now you feel like, Oh, why should I join this podcast? I know this person, right? But anytime like you watch a podcast, like if you listen to a same person on a different podcast, you'll find something new out of it. So mm -hmm. make sure you go ahead and watch it. And coming back to my number three. So it's again, like it's around the engagement theme. I love engaging with developers and all. So I was invited by my sales, by the ServiceNow sales team to do some uh, like, uh, to talk about the Vancouver features in front of some ad some admins, developer architects from different partners altogether. So I went there and uh, it was a surprise for me because a lot of people I have worked in the past with whom I started my career, they were there in the audience and they were like, yeah, like I'll be love to hear you and all these things. So that's, that was kind of a really great experience. So I, like, I talked about the new feature that came up in Vancouver and gave them some detailing and all. So yeah, it was good to see them and share knowledge. So it was fun. So that was my number three. And passing it to Earl. My number three, thanks Pranav, by the way. My number three uh, just was very recently, actually, Hacktoberfest. Every October, we come together as a community and contribute to open source projects. And we do this little competition of trying to get everybody to participate and submit contributions to some fun repositories that we have. And this year, I decided hey let's make this a truly run by volunteer event and i recruited a whole slew of volunteers there was at least 10 of us that were helping run the entire event uh, look at all the people's contributions and basically make sure everything was running smoothly as i was away during that time and the person i want to shout out to this for my theme uh, is laszlo um, bala he actually is not 
He's the one person on our volunteer team out of all of us that wasn't an employee, was not in a service now employee, that was not an MVP, uh, but was just a person in the community that wanted to step up during my call to action and said, hey, I want to volunteer and help with everything. Not only did he step up and help, um, even though uh, it's something new to him, but he ended up being the highest contributor. He ended up being the highest uh, maintainer. So he reviewed the most requests. And because he was uh, across the globe, he also helped field all the questions at our nighttime. And so, Laza, you did a wonderful job. And these small to medium to big community events would never happen without people like you. So I'm so glad that you jumped into the fray. And I'm glad that we got to chat and joke every day because some of the people's contributions were ridiculous. And so we got to bond <laughs> over some of that. And that was really fun. And I'm I'm glad you uh, helped out and joined us with all of that fun stuff. Thanks again. Well, I hope somebody nominates him as an MVP or a rising star or something. The half of the people I've talked about so far aren't an aren't an MVP or rising star, so it's already been talked it's about. Opportunity. <laughs> I'm, yeah. fiddling, I'm good. doing the Mr. Burns <laughs> right now with my fingers. A lot of new developers in India. I'd like to shout out to one girl that I recently talked to on LinkedIn. Her name is Chetna. She has been doing like she just started her career and. This Hacktober Fest gave her an option just to contribute to the service community. And there were a lot of learning options for her. Like she just said, like, I contributed there, but I went to, into the whole uh, list and saw others' contribution also. And that that helped her saw a lot of queries that he, she had. And uh, it was fun for her. So, yeah, shout out to everyone who were involved and especially earl you were there i know you were uh, not there the whole time because you were on leave but uh, you were the backbone of it so thank you for it yay i'm glad there was so many people participating we we this program grows i think somewhere between 40 to 50 percent every year and so Good. every year we're seeing more and more people from around the world participate and that's really exciting for us because it ended up it started off with Maybe if we got a couple dozen contributions, we'd be happy with the program. But now it's past like 500 contributions this year. So that's really cool. And Lauren? So personally, I haven't really discussed this publicly yet. So this might be the first time I do so. But one of the reasons I was a little bit mute on social media in November was due to the fact that I was abroad. So I took a couple weeks of vacation there, but I also spent a couple weeks working from our ServiceNow office in Tokyo. Um, I have a tremendous amount of interest and passion for internationalization of our content and our business in general. And that's something I try really hard to be mindful of when we are creating things, right? Not just focus on them from the American perspective, but try to learn and grow from the perspectives of other countries that also consume and create our content. And so getting the opportunity to work there for a few weeks and learn from their team, learn what advocacy means for their country as well, was so phenomenally interesting. And I, I took away so much from that experience. So I wanted to give a personal thank you to Matsudate-san, Kanai-san, Yukie-san, and Miho-san, and just the general uh, Tokyo office for giving me such a unique perspective and including me in so many really awesome experiences while I was there. So I hope that we can continue to create these international bridges and further the internationalization of our content. So it's not just for the English speakers or not just for the Americans and North Americans, but create something that the whole world can enjoy and learn from as well. So huge thank you to them for their uh, hospitality. And on to Mr. Chuck Damasi for his number three. This one may sound a little self-serving, but my number three is Lauren joining Breakpoint. It may seem like she's been here forever, but she hasn't. A year ago, uh, the, the first two and a half years or so, we started this podcast in mid-2020, and uh, it's been a solo effort. Talked to some wonderful people, had some great conversations, and uh, thought it was time to bring in another voice. So I think it was February or March. We mm -hmm. talked about it and made it happen. And uh, it's it's been a wonderful experience. I think the podcast is much the better for your additions. Oh, that makes me, that's going to make me teary-eyed. That's so nice of you to say, John. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to participate. It's, it was very fun to go from a listener to a <laughs> to another voice on the channel. Thank you. That's so kind of you to say. You're welcome. 
Back to Pranav. We're down to uh, number twos. Yes, I can still count. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that number two. So I think like uh, this. This is from my knowledge twenty three experience because knowledge twenty three was my first knowledge. Like I never attended knowledge in person, so it was my first knowledge. And uh, in my first knowledge, I had to go and do like life coding happy hour, and uh, so. I was like, what I'll do there? So I like to give shout out to Lauren and Earl. Like they were on the stage and uh, they were helping me out, like filling all these gaps that I had because it's it's actually very hard to just be on the stage in front of like, I think 100 plus audience was there. And uh, they were there like Earl and Lauren was there to help me out. And I still remember like... Um, like I asked like Earl, like where we'll get the drinks and everything. So he said like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. <laughs> so <laughs> so that was, uh, that that's like boost your confidence when you have a team like this that I have, like Chuck is there, Lauren Earl, who helps me out every day because I, like, I, I'll be honest, like I make mistakes. I, I have to learn a lot more and it's kind of a learning curve for me, but thanks to the whole team, who is here on the call they they have been supporting me throughout and yeah thank you so that was my number two. Oh, prana you're welcome and we gave you a nice low effort thing to debut <laughs> you killed it you absolutely killed it you did fantastic you know what prana that really was visible when it came to like the now forum in london you were much more confident sure of yourself uh, you, you presented at the same time I was presenting at the same time Mark Abramowitz. You know, if you want, if you want some, you know, nervous factor, it's like your senior vice president of the department is doing the same content as you are. Uh, I, I, thoughts were going through my head. I hope I do this as well as he is, or I hope we're all consistent in our message. You, know, so <laughs> it, you did great, and then and then the creativity started coming out. Some of those goofy pictures we were trying to get. That was that was a lot of fun. You did great. Yeah, you get to watch a nice career trajectory of all the fun things that Pranav is practicing and getting better at and already showing off his expertise from the get-go from a lot of these things. <laughs> I Thank you for reminding me about live coding happy hour at Knowledge. I'm, you asked about the drinks, and uh, I, I think I had to run a mile uh, through the casino to go find alcohol <laughs> for us to drink on stage. And... Wait, are we allowed to say that on this stream that we were drinking on stage? I don't know if that was I mean, ever. Yes. It's all in, a vid- in a video game. In a video game. We did this in a video game. <laughs> okay, well, thanks, Pranav. You're, you're doing great. Thanks. Okay, so for um, we're at number two, right? Okay, I, my number two is uh, it kind of started at the end of last year, but a lot of it has been occurring during this year. But my number two is about one of my uh, best friends. His name is Ben Wong. Uh, Late last year, uh, Ben decided he wanted a career change. Uh, He had been working at the same place for almost a decade or so. And he uh, started talking about wanting a career change. And so I on offhandedly started on and off teaching him ServiceNow stuff late last year. And late last year, he got his first ServiceNow developer job. And Throughout this year, so we just passed a year anniversary for him, so this is why I'm picking this as one of my uh, things this year, is to see uh, how he has grown in just in a career pivot, but also as a developer, something that he had never done before, and getting to see him in his uh, the work chats, because I'm still seeing their work chats, and seeing how much he's grown over time. It's been just a really fun thing for me, but also a good reminder of how transformational uh being a service now developer or an admin or analyst can be for everybody even if you're never have done development in the first place uh just like me so being reminded that ben my best friend who was in my wedding was a groomsman and everything did the same pivot is just always a good reminder for me to know that other people are trying to do the same thing to always keep trying for those people out there that want something better want something new and so that's my number two Yay. I'm going to yes and on that one because there's been a lot of stories that we've heard in the last year with Rise Up and the Next Gen programs that are just simply amazing at how people have transformed their careers. I know this sounds like a little bit of self-promotion, but the 
the the the transformation is amazing and we were recently in charlotte north carolina and this one lady says yep she showed up to the meetup she finished the next gen program the day before (laughs) (laughs) it's it's that level of interest and dedication and she not only sat there while i did my presentation and dante did his presentation but she was involved because Dante's been doing this a while and, you know, us old programmers and we find ways and we fall into habits and, and she's like, that, you know, kind of like a kid trying to teach their parent long division. That's not the way they do it anymore. <laughs> she was, she was into it. She was participating as well as Brittany, who was also there. So Olivia and Brittany, shout out to both of you for your, your dedication, your participation and your completion of those programs. I'm just I could, I think I said this on uh, somebody's LinkedIn post. I will never get tired of hearing people's rise up and next gen stories. 100%. I think Lauren is next. I am. I think at this point, we're going to start overlapping a bit. I assume on a couple of these as the, as the ties. So uh, in this, my last two are pretty much tied. So I'd like to, for my number two, kind of focus on something that also I think really showcases how ServiceNow and just the community around it can rally together to kind of showcase and help people grow talent-wise and recognition-wise. So my number two will be reviving the Devies, or I guess kind of debuting the Devies in general. Um, Formerly, there was an App of the Year contest, but ServiceNow has not done it for many, many years. And so, you know, we have one of the former winners of that App of the Year contest on this podcast, uh, as he looks behind him on an auditory-only podcast. Um, But so getting to participate. So last year, all of the Devies prep essentially happened at the very beginning of the year. So it's nice we're getting a little bit of a head start on the 2024 ones. So last year, starting I think in late December, we as an entire team, as a ServiceNow community team, participated in designing the contest, creating the graphics, uh, kind of itemizing out how it would be judged creating the application profile, judging all the contestants, and then also selecting the winners before Knowledge 23. Getting to see all the amazing applications and all of the effort that goes into creating amazing things on ServiceNow gave me a tremendous amount of pause because uh, over time, right, especially when I started on ServiceNow back in 2016, custom app development had a lot of potential, right? And so seeing where things stand on live instances right now was so inspirational to me. And it gave me, um, I was so happy to advocate for the people that were doing that so fantastically, even for all the finalists as well. It's not just for the winners, but to have, you know, the nice meet and greet for all the finalists so that they could meet and collaborate and that we could also create a better contest too for this year. Um, that was so exciting and so fun. And I'm so happy that talent like that gets recognized in this community. It was really, really awesome to see. So thank you to all the applicants and I'm excited to see what happens in this upcoming year as well. And on to you, Chuck, for your number two. Yay, Debbies. I'm happy to see that back too. Yeah. My number two is, I kind of hinted at it before, but it's really all the meetups. Uh, we had a tough time with pandemic years People switched to Zoom. People got Zoom fatigue. Attendance dropped off. Then meetups stopped happening. And organizers changed roles. Sometimes we would know, sometimes not. Uh, It really got to be kind of tough. So as we came out of that in late 22 and early 23, uh, we had some rebuilding to do. And it's still in progress. We're always trying to grow the, the meetup program. In doing so, Lauren and Pranav and I got to go to a number of these meetups, and those are special times for us. We really feel fortunate that, uh, we, A, we get to go to these and, and meet so many great people. Some of the ones that I went to this year were um, Denver in June. These are in no particular order, by the way. Uh, Vancouver in March. We had Toronto, London, Dallas, and New York City as part of the World Forums in October and November. Charlotte, I previously mentioned, we had a new chapter in central Illinois in August. So thank you, Lee, for stepping up and saying, I'd like to start a new chapter. We've got other new chapters that are that are either in the wings or fledgling or people ideating about this. So if you've got uh, a, a, even a, a modest 
interest in in helping or starting one of these chapters, please reach out to us. This is a great way to do it. Can't promise that one of us will be at your kickoff or, or even a, a soon meeting, but we're going to try. There's a renewed focus, and I'm very, very excited about some of the ideas that have come about, and that's going to feed into my number one in a minute, so I'm not going to give that away. But lots of lots of stuff in 2024 that's being planned. So back to Prana for his number one. Oh, this is the real fun stuff. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like Chuck already talked about meetups, right? So I'd like to bring up like CreativeCon London meetup that we did. So like I've been doing meetups for quite a while now. And uh, going to London and doing a meetup there, it was a whole together a different experience. Like, like senior VP of our company was also there. And for me, like the main highlight was to share the stage with Chuck himself. Because I think like the day one of my job, when I started, I watched, I, I there was a story around Jelly scripting. And I think I watched the first episode of Tech Now, which was on Jelly Script, I believe. I just watched the first one. <laughs> then your head exploded. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the first episode. Like, to be honest, like I never watched the part two and part three because there were three parts. It's like, I, I was like, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> He's like, there's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just one is enough. Like that's that's what I thought because that's how coming back to like from Jelly to Meetup. So at London Meetup, it's like all altogether a different experience when you share the stage with Chuck himself, right? Because it, like I'm like I always say I'm a fan first, then a colleague, right? So it's it's altogether a different experience sharing the stage and speaking because it makes you nervous, right? When you share the stage, so that's kind of my number one. Like to go there, meet with everyone and be on the stage with Chuck. And also like, I can't forget like Mark Obi because he was also there. And when I was like, no, that's too much. He gave me a Mars bar, a chocolate bar, like Pranam, have it. You get some energy. And uh, so <laughs> it, it was like more about touching experience from his end, like coming up and giving all these things to us, taking care of us through the event, right? And yeah, so thank you to everyone, like Chuck, Mark, Jason, who were there. So yeah, that was my number one, I can say. And I don't think like it will break in 24. Uh, that, was, that will be always at top. So yeah, passing it to Earl. Okay, my number one actually was kind of alluded to earlier. Uh, so my the other thing that turned one this year, besides my friend's uh, career, uh, my for my second daughter Jamie, she has just turned one years old last month. But because of that, I had some parental leave that I needed to use up, so I took the month of October off, which is why I needed a solid vo volunteer crew uh, for Hacktoberfest. Everything is connected, uh, but. I had a time off during that time, and one of the mess, the most things I'm thankful for this year, and uh, was a highlight for me, was just having time to rest and have time with my family, uh, with my two daughters, and with my my partner. Um, for us to be able to just spend some time away from work without thinking of meetings and work, uh, just to have fun with them and just love on them, um, because I, I chose this for my number one because it also is a helpful reminder for me for everything else that I've done this year. Because for a lot of us, um, and I've been thinking about this a lot, for a lot of us, uh, our legacy isn't the things that we have uh, or the these events that I try to put on. It's the people I leave behind. Um, in the end, it's the relationships that we've built uh, over time. It's the connections that we've made that will be our lasting legacy. And that's the only things that will survive um, myself um, over time. And so having the time with my family just reminds me so much of all of the people that I've got to connect with this year. And so that was my theme. That was, it's the people I've connecting with um, from Ailey to Chris, to Astrid, to Laszlo, to Ben, to my two daughters and my wife. Um, I'm getting like super touchy, sorry. Um, I'm just, I'm just glad of the relationships I've built here um, through ServiceNow um, on this team with Chuck and Lauren and Pranav and uh, to our bigger team on the community team. We have so many people that are doing such great work on our bigger team um, and to all of our community members and people I get to call friends now. Uh, thank you. 
Way to keep it centered. Well done. Yeah. Okay, go. Someone else go. <laughs> All right, Lauren, you get to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> A tough act to follow. So when I joined ServiceNow in 2017, uh, I really wanted to become better at public speaking. It was something that I always really, uh, it's like a, a trait in people I always really looked up to, but it was something that I struggled with on a technical level. I I, I really suffered with bad nerves. I would almost, I, not almost, I would get really nauseous beforehand, um, but it was something that I always prioritized, whether that was presenting at Snugs or presenting, what basically whenever the opportunity arose. And so over time, I, I feel like I got better at it. And one, my number one for this year uh, represents kind of all of that um, that was holding me back before by getting able to present at the CreatorCon keynote. Um, I never in a million years, when I started learning ServiceNow in 2015, would imagine myself to be sharing the stage with the man that taught me the vast majority of what I learned, which is Chuck. Um, so uh, I, I, I'm not sure if I've talked about it on this podcast before, but for my first developer uh, certification course, Chuck was my teacher. I learned from him in 2016. Uh, he was the, the proctor on my exam. And uh seeing that kind of come full circle by being able to share the stage with him and not get sick this time. So that's a big win um, and present to the community that I have such a amount, like a huge amount of respect for and interview people like Ebony Akibola. Um, it, it takes a tremendous amount to not get overly emotional <laughs> similarly on this call, thinking about it because of how much that moment meant to me. So I want to give a tremendous amount of thanks to Chuck for not only teaching me, all of the ServiceNow stuff that had become the backbone of my, basically my entire career, but also being gracious enough to allow me to share the stage with him for such a large event. It meant the world to me. Um, I, it's, it will be the high, similar to Pranav, it'll be the highlight probably of my career. So thank you for that opportunity. Um, that was not only hugely, uh, <laughs> meaningful to me, but also a blast. So you made it very, very fun. And uh, yeah, I can't think of anything that I would put as number one other than that. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much. That's It's very touching that all of you, this is not what we had in mind, listener, when we started this. None of us had reviewed our list. <laughs> well, we just had Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're all being thankful. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, and I'm thankful for this team as well. I made an audible at the last minute. I crossed off my number one and actually went with one of my bonus ones because I thought it was better. Ooh. My number one was previously CreatorCon and the World Forums and getting to meet all the great people, which is very, very special. And the product feedback we get, because that's so core to what we do as developer advocates, is to make this connection between the community and the company and you know, be that face and voice and et cetera. Uh, we've, we've heard a lot about those events and I can't, yeah, we could go on for hours just about those and the, the, the fun and the value and the lessons and the great people we met. Uh, some of you probably heard a good number of those voices on, on the episode we had just a couple of episodes ago where we talked to and brought some of you the, the World Forum recap. Uh, but I swapped that out for uh, something that happened internally that many of you may not be aware of, but you're seeing the evidence of it later in 2023. We had an org change. Our our team previously reported up through the creator workflows team, you know, app engine, automation engine, that kind of thing. And and that was fine. Great team. Love the leadership. They did a number of things very well for us for a few years. And uh, earlier this year, we had a reorg in the larger marketing organization. And now we report up through a community team. So we merged forces with Mark Obi's team, he had Lisa Latour and David Ha and Dan Brun. You probably know a lot of these names from the community or you've got support from them. We were also joined by Selena Zamora and Sarah Garvey and uh, all our existing team members. Uh, who did I miss? Uh, Tanvi Gokhale. The, the, the cast of characters, you probably already know, Jason McKee and Lily Lee. 
We've added a few new names and faces to that. But what we have accomplished is is not just it was almost like a merger and acquisition. I've been I've been around for decades and I've gone through a number of these. It was it was taking processes and identifying programs and tool sets, everything you need to build this. And we did it quickly. And to to make things even more interesting, we lost our manager. Marcelo uh, resigned in early March of 2023. So you know, Mark stepped in and, and, and I was doing my best to lead and we, we we really pulled some internal miracles. And the evidence you're starting to see about this is, Earl, I think Earl already mentioned it, one MVP program. It used to be two. We've got more of a community presence. We're doing things more as a team. And frankly, the whole world forum and the developer meetups that happened there would not have happened without a larger help base. Sure, I got to go to four events, but those were coordinated technically, logistically, everything behind the scenes by Selena and huge shout out to Tanvi. She's like my rock star of the year. So I couldn't do what I do without the help of that larger team. And and just watching this transformation happen in the last year and seeing the fruits of that. And as I hinted earlier, we've got big plans for 2024. Some of these are coming out and like, Selena suggested that? That's awesome. I wanted to do that. But you already rock. I've seen evidence of this. Go, go do this. I'll help where I can. You know, that kind of vibe is starting to permeate that we truly are a unified team. We've got similar goals. I'm hearing more echoes of 2024 priorities, leaning more into the platform, leaning more into community, leaning more into the ecosystem. This has me fired up. I feel like this is our time. The last 13 years at this company have have been building towards this. It just keeps getting better. It's like this hockey stick on the pie chart. A bar chart is about to happen. I don't know how I have hockey sticks on pie charts, by the way, but it's, it, it, it's happening now and it's very exciting. And to have this team, I, I really hope we have the opportunity to grow and get more advocates on this team and do more things. And, and that's, that's a distinct possibility as we start to come out of the economic situation that we're in. Huge kudos also to our upper management, our leadership, Bill McDermott, for fighting through and no layoffs at this company. We grew. No layoffs. Uh, okay, I'm just getting a little preachy here, but that's what it takes for us to be successful and for us to help you be successful and recognize what you've done. So, yeah, this may have been a little self-promotional version of the podcast, but these all meant a lot to us in 2023. And I can't wait to see what's coming in 2024. Does anybody have any other ideas or things that they're looking forward to in 24? Let's, let's start. We'll go same order. Pranav, are you off the top of your head? We probably didn't even prepare for this part. Yeah, I think I'm like one of the things that I'm really excited about is Knowledge 24. Because 23, I mentioned like it was my first knowledge and uh, I was on a light schedule, right? But now in Knowledge 24, I'll be doing more than what I did in K23. So super excited about it. Passing it to Earl. I think I'm excited for 2024 because uh, a lot of our programs that we did this year, we made it a lot more, um, hey, let's be creative and plan for next year stuff. So during Hacktoberfest and during November, we came up with ideas on how to make some fun apps that would drive more community programs for Hacktoberfest or for uh, this thing that some of us are participating in for fun called Advent of Code, where we're doing coding puzzles every day. Uh, we want to make a ServiceNow app version of it. And so there's a lot of fun little ideas that came out of uh, a bunch of our different programs this year that we're all going to try to build together as a community for fun next year. So hopefully these become actual programs or things that we can invite everybody to uh, for next year. So that's exciting for me. Lauren? For me, I think, well, just because it's so near on the horizon, it's hard not to be excited for Washington, D.C. Um, I think that we're, <laughs> we're, internally, we're going to try a lot of new things when it comes to the content calendar and just the content production in general. Uh, so that has me really excited. But also knowing what's coming in the actual release itself, uh, it's really hard to keep your mouth shut on this team. That's that's all <laughs> to say. It's really difficult when you see all this cool stuff. You're like, oh, I want to talk about it. You're like, oh, I can't talk about it February? Man, that sucks. Well, it gives you more excited to be excited for as well, listener. So <laughs> after you, Chuck, what's your most uh, thing you're looking forward to for 2024? 
Oh, I think I already spilled my guts on all of that stuff, but it, it's really, we're, we're maturing internally as an organization, as a mm. team. Um, I'm reaching out to the larger DevRel community, seeing what they're doing, reading books, mm-hmm. listening to podcasts, and exploring what the possibilities are and how we can be more effective internally as well. Reaching out to the sales team and saying, hey, you know the developer contacts at the organizations. Help us to introduce them to meetups, MVP program, et cetera, et cetera, and, and show value in that. So working internally as well as externally to to really Take this from the small, scrappy, underfunded team we've got, recognize the value internally, hopefully get some more resources on that so that we can do more for you. That's what I'm excited about is, is really sinking my teeth into that larger strategy. Thank you so much, Pranav and Earl and Lauren, for all of your reflections on 2023 and some prognosticating on 2024. I I absolutely love this team and uh, have... Happy holidays and a Merry Christmas. And thank you, wonderful listener, for sticking with us and for sharing the word about this podcast. We truly appreciate it as we watch our subscription numbers go up and the download numbers. It's a great time. And please continue to do that. It is very much appreciated. There's no better way to uh, advertise a podcast than word of mouth. And and we greatly appreciate that. So don't forget, you can also check out the other ServiceNow podcasts over at servicenow.com slash community under the events menu. You can subscribe to this podcast and get it automatically delivered to you anywhere you find podcasts, whether it's Apple or Amazon or Google or wherever. They're all over the place, and we are part of most of those directories. If you can't find us, let us know. Just send us a message. Breakpoint is brought to you by ServiceNow. Executive producers would be me and Lauren. To find out more about the ServiceNow developer program, head over to developer.servicenow.com. And thank you once again so much to Pranav, Earl, and of course... Lauren for joining and sharing today. Thank you, Chuck. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Please let us know what you think about this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more great information on ServiceNow development, check out the ServiceNow developer portal at developer.servicenow.com. Thanks for listening. All right, let us... Start that over. And, and Lauren, Lauren, what's your Oops, number sorry. four? No, I'll figure that out in editing. I will put as many show notes in any as many links in the show notes. Let me try that again. So all of October, we had this little uh, fun event where we participate in community source-driven product. Pro- oh, and, and I, Lauren, I, I need to keep passing. Oh, sorry, it off. go ahead. <laughs> and it's all good. So Lauren, ah. Perfect. Personally, so this is what number three, I guess, on the list now. We're up to. No, wait, we were on number fours. No, no this threes. is three. We're on this threes. threes. Yeah, this threes. Is threes. <laughs> good bloopers, right yeah, I was there. Like, There's your blooper for you. <laughs> that takes us to the end. We didn't really have a way to wrap that. <laughs> we didn't rehearse an ending. <laughs> and cut. And yeah. we're done. Uh, <clears throat> this is where I roll into the outro. A very Sopranos-esque ending to this one. Just cut it to black. <laughs> that was big fun.